For as long as I can remember, I've been writing with Hans Zimmer. As a 10-year-old, I would listen to the score of The Lion King on repeat while diligently crafting Nala taking over the Pride fan fiction and eating way too many Twizzlers. Fast forward to the past handful of years and I wrote my first novel alongside the violins and cellos of The Da Vinci Code. Who knew that the angsty tension of cellos and choral overtones were really great mirrors for middle grade drama? Movie scores are perfect writing background music because they provide a conduit for your emotions in a way that doesn't overshadow your own thoughts. You're driven to feel, but free to interpret the specifics for yourself. Creative scaffolding, all in a handy set of earbuds. Patterns and rituals are incredible tools for writing, and it turns out that 25 plus years of writing with Zimmer pays off, and within seconds of sitting down to hear him and his orchestra live this month, my writing brain whipped into high gear. The concert was amazing, but in true Write with Zimmer style, I wasn't just focused on the music itself rather the subconscious ideas that bubble up to the surface when that creative scaffolding appears. It got me thinking about art as a whole, and how lucky we are to be able to create in any direction we please. It also got me thinking about the inextricable value and web of art in our lives. Hans told several stories this month about creating film scores. He spoke about getting a phone call from Christopher Nolan who was looking into making Batman movies. When The Dark Knight was a go, Hans was very interested in who would be playing the role of the Joker. It would need to be someone spectacular. Like most of us, he was blown away by Heath Ledger's performance. And then he spoke about Heath's death, and how his first instinct was to redo some of the score to The Dark Knight, to remove the manic razor blade edges of the sound, the anger, and the chaos. But he quickly realized that in order to truly respect and honor Heath's performance, he had to leave it as it was. This struck me as an incredible example of the power of art, literally honoring art with art, because what better way is there? He also spoke about The Lion King, and we were lucky enough to hear the original vocalist for the scored circle of life, Lebo Meraki. Lebo was a political refugee from Africa when The Lion King was being scored, and he worked in a car wash in Los Angeles. In this performance, Lebo sang the song alongside his daughter, who wasn't yet born when the movie was first being released. Talk about a circle of life. Art as a circle, a tradition. Art as freedom. All of these stories and more got me thinking. Most creators intuitively understand the role of art in our lives. We love reading books or watching movies or staring at paintings. There is value in finished art. But there's also a value in creating art. The experience changes us and lets us create a sort of magical alchemy with the influences and worlds around us. We learn what we're made of and find new paths to thoughts and feelings we might not have found otherwise. Art isn't just something we do or create, it's a system of give and take, constantly renewed by itself. Art is an ecosystem. When you consider that art permeates our experience in almost untraceable ways, you could say that the ambient art of our lives is like oxygen, fueling our ideas, our processes, and creative experience in ways we probably will never be able to pinpoint. This ecosystem is in place from the moment you're born, and just like environmental ecology, your impact doesn't simply die when you do. Your art can continue to play a role in the artistic ecosystem for centuries. There is something of you left over that fuels others. So why the long-winded post about it all today? Well, Zimmer strikes again and here I am writing. As always, art inspires art. It breathes life into artists no matter what way you take it in. And I want to make sure that you, my dear friends, let your art out today. 
whether it's your next bestseller or just a few words in a napkin, a song at the top of your lungs in the shower, a vase of flowers on your kitchen table, or a very well-timed happy dance for absolutely no reason at all. Please, let your art out. Whether it's big or small, whispered or screamed, faint or dazzling, remember, art is oxygen for the world, and there is no telling where yours will end up. Please, let your art out. I'm just Keating. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.